Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Coming up on today's Better Together. I think that the best advice that I, I have received as a human being is was it was a really long ongoing journey with my with my therapist. Uh, she supported me in uncovering what projection feels like, like how to how to figure out, find out, and understand what it's like to be projected onto when other people are trying to identify you and label you in a way that you do not label or identify yourself. Um, and so I got to this place of of realizing that I was kind of this very adaptable chameleon to fit into these to different environments and she offered me the perspective when I would share with her these different moments that I was going through she would she would identify them and acknowledge them and so I've gotten to a place now where I can see when that's happening um, and that's been a huge huge part of my journey on self-love and self-worth um, just the, this idea that I get to who I am and define who I am uh, and that society doesn't get to make that decision for me. Hey everyone, welcome Better Together fans. Hello Heel Squad. It's Better Together with Maria Menunos, and of course I'm not Maria Menunos. I'm Mr. Maria Menunos, Kevin Edgar, sobbing in for my beautiful and talented wife. I'm going to open uh, with a quote today which is fall in love with taking care of yourself, fall in love with the path of deep healing, fall in love with becoming the best version of yourself, but with patience, with compassion, and respect to your own journey. And that is from my guest's company, Quilt, their Instagram account. And with that, I'm going to go right into our intro. Ashley Sumner's startup career began 12 years ago in New York City at a matchmaking company. With an intuitive ability to bring people together, she turned her passion into a career as a community developer for brands such as New House, Wonderlust, and Breakout, ultimately leading to the creation of the app Quilt. Quilt is the self-care audio social network for supportive real-time conversations built to rehumanize social media with the goal of helping people feel better on a daily basis. That does not sound like it is in sync with Better Together with Maria. I don't know what is. We are so excited today to have with us Miss Ashley Sumner. Ashley, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here. Um, wow. So there's so much to get into. It's like, I swear we could do 
a whole hour just infomercial on quilt because I'm so passionate about this. But at the same time, there's such great takeaway in your journey that I think other women do need to hear. And I've seen in uh, some of your interviews where you gave um, such great insight. There was one thing that really, you, you noted a study that said something like 45% of men, of women will not do something. No, 95% of women will not do something unless it's perfect. Where mm. only 45% of men will mm. do that. You know, 55% of men will just wing it and just go for it. And I feel that as a man, and I always am fighting with my wife, Maria, about it because she's in that 95%. And I'm mm. like, what do I say, Kelsey, all the time? What, what grade is okay? A B. I'm like, we could let you, I would rather have a string of Bs and B yeah. pluses. Yeah. I don't need one A. Like, and I True. know I'll cite other careers and businesses. I'll say to Maria, look, one B minus and B after another and getting more successful. Mm -hmm. And yet, you know, you're putting all your time and energy into an A and getting sick doing it. But can mm -hmm. you speak to that quote, please, as a female? Yeah, um, it's it's definitely something that I've experienced over the years. And I think as I've gotten older, I've I've really worked, I've done a lot of work to be part of the 5% of women who can like show up and just take a step forward and, and kind of set an example. I'm one of those people that it's like, I don't even, I don't even want to acknowledge grades. I want to kind of do away with a system of grades. Mm. And I want us to take our step forward. That's a really purposeful step thinking about the thing that we want to do in the world, the thing that we want to accomplish. And with all of the work that I have done with women, the thing I can absolutely say is there's always a root and a love for purpose and why somebody wants to do something. And I think prioritizing that is, is how we take that step forward and start to reduce that number of 95% being thinking that we have to be perfect when there's really no understanding of what perfection even means or looks or feels like anymore. Right. And by the way, like it's, it's when you really think about it, what is perfect? It's, it's like, you can't even really achieve that. It's talk about like trying to chase the magic dragon. I love what you're saying. The root of it is just to just go back to prioritizing um, love and purpose. You know, if you can, if, if, if whatever task you're about to take on, and you go back to love and are you, you know, are you giving love? Are you serving purpose? Mm. I feel like that's a really good um, process to run your brain yeah. through. Yeah. 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 I think it's one of those things that when we stay really connected again to the why behind the work that we're doing, I think that allows us to just soften the desire for validation, external validation, and allows ourselves to kind of awaken the internal motivation for why we're doing what we're doing. So keep going back to the why. Keep going back to the why. I love that. Um, yeah. So you graduate, you start out as a as a matchmaker, and I also think just the fact that you've um, done multiple careers is is inspiring because I feel like a lot of again a lot of people get out and think what is the thing that I'm gonna do, and I always try to tell people it's not like it was years ago. You're gonna have multiple careers. You're not gonna be more than likely doing something for 45 years and getting your gold watch. It's a different world now. <laughs> Right. So tell yeah. me, so you start out in matchmaking. Tell me how that even goes down. Like how does someone become a matchmaker? But I love it. No, but I really, I love it because I think all of these things made you, you all the way to even making movies, being in my business. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of my current investors years ago, about a decade ago, uh, in my early twenties shared with me when I was like griping over leaving the world of matchmaking. So I went to NYU for musical theater and psychology I was in the world of performance, you know, and I really thought that that was how I was going to like live the rest of my life. It was something I was so clear on from like three years old, stepping on being like, I'm, I'm going to be a performer. Uh, and so I went through all of that. And in my early twenties, you know, performing in New York city, auditioning, it really like took a toll on, on me. I didn't feel like I had a real strong sense of self to go out there and put myself out there and in, in, in that way. And matchmaking just kind of found me. There was a matchmaking company that reached out to me asking if I would go on a date with a potential client that they had. And I was like, that, no, I, no, I'm, no, I'm not doing that. And they're like, come on, like, do it. I was like, you know what? I'll try anything once, you know, like let's, let's give it a try. And I ended up going out with this person. I ended up dating this person for years. Wow. 
and fell in love with this wild truth, which was that it worked. And who cares what avenue you take to find love? It worked. And so I ended up work. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to help you find other people so that we can do this good work. And it, it turned into a five-year journey, me becoming a matchmaker, me just spending all of my days thinking about when you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. How to connect people, sitting with hundreds of men, hundreds of women, hearing about their personal journeys and stories and desire to find love. Uh, and I'm so grateful that that really was the beginning of my career. Um, and then I had an aha moment in my mid twenties. I just kind of realized that I, while I love connecting people romantically, I wanted to have an even greater impact. Okay. So, so, so actually where I have you here long enough, um, relationships and finding love is really important to people yep. and certainly our audience. And first one, I want to ask you, there are probably a lot of connections you made that are married now. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Many, many marriages, lots of babies, uh, some with Ashley as the middle name. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. think of all the lives you touched just in doing that. So then can I tap your brain for some advice on dating and finding Mr. or Mrs. Wright? Sure. So, you know, what, what are some of the mistakes that you'll see um, people will make in, if, if, if they're trying to find their life suitor, what are some of the mistakes people make in doing so? I think having judgment to the, to how, you know, I think when you feel really open, you feel really clear that you feel ready to invite in partnership. Um, it doesn't matter how that person comes to you. So really putting yourself out there and vocalizing to your friends online, keeping open while you're in, you know, in a non in a post pandemic world, when you're walking the street, when you're in a coffee shop, like making sure that you are energetically just like excited and open to connect with people. Trying, trying to find love can be a disheartening journey. You know, you can, mm -hmm. there's a lot of rejection that can come from it and heartbreak. And over the years that can kind of dim someone's light. And I've been through that experience myself, but you have to keep believing that it's possible. Um, and then the second thing, you know, I spent thousands of hours talking with people. And the one thing I could, I can say when I could tell someone was, was ready, was energetically really open. I'd ask, like, describe this person that you want to meet. And some people would go into like the, the list of, Age, height, background, hair color, skin color, college degree, you know, this is what their friends are like. This is what their family's like. This is and all of that was very surface things to, you know, to this list of it might just be one or two things. I want to feel inspired and empowered by my person. Period. Right. Versus a list of, well, he must be trustworthy. She needs to be this thing. And you can tell all the ways that that person has been hurt, which I have so much compassion for, yes. but getting to that point is really important. I think that is genius. Do you, in, in, does this person inspire and empower me? Wow. We start from there. Like that's the foundation. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I like that. And then as far as using, you know, do you recommend a matchmaking service for everyone? would you say? I think it depends. You know, I, I love the intentionality of someone like a therapist, someone who is dedicated 
to me, to getting to know me, to supporting me on this journey. You're not meant to do it alone. That said, you know, I believe friends can be a huge part of it. I think a lot of people have met people just through online dating. I, you know, I know you need to have a lot of time on your hands <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in order to sift through. And if you feel like you consistently are picking the wrong people, I do offer the suggestion of inviting in outside counsel who can positively mirror back to you what you, what you deserve. That is genius. That is oh. genius. Yeah. Oh, the look you looking at Win, you, Winnie popped her head up. Even now, Winnie, no, you stay with daddy. You know, we talked about this. No. You're not allowed to date. Sorry. Old Italian dad. Sorry. That's she's like, so are you talking funny. to me? She popped her head up at that point. <laughs> um, now she's back to sleep. Yeah. It's so funny. By the end of the interviews, she starts getting. Yeah. She rim- used to be pretty good, Ashley. Like solid. She'd go an hour. Now it's like 40 minutes and she's like, mm, starts barking. Yeah. Come on. Let's I need go. To be held. And then I pick her up and I hold her for the rest. So anyway, sorry for the Winnie distraction. This is really great advice. Uh, wasn't expecting to get it, but I think it's, it's brilliant. And I think, um, Post-pandemic, um, if you didn't have a relationship or you you were broken up with, I, I feel like there's going to be a strong rush to want to connect. And I think that's, uh, that's excellent advice. So then you go on, you, you, uh, you also tap into your theater background and you act in movies. You have a, like some <laughs> small horror films. I did that, yeah. This was kind of simultaneous to matchmaking. Um, At the point I evolved into being a community builder in the startup world, I was very much focused on on that work, but I was simultaneously matchmaking and I, yeah, I was performing. I I ended up in a a string of horror films and some, some small roles on different, uh, different TV shows and still doing some, some theater work too. I feel like someday you'll go back to that. I don't know why that just came into me just for fun. Um, I find it fascinating that you could have that, dream since age of three and then be able to pivot. I also, I find it fascinating. I also find it very encouraging because, um, you know, I'm in this business, so I, I understand, you know, people wanting to be in it, but it's so hard and, um, it's, it's, it's really a grind on you. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I find it great that you, wanted to do something else but i'm also surprised because usually when you're wired that way you know i wonder what was the what was the pivot was it just like there's not enough here for me also something i've cared deeply about from childhood is is mental health and is is community and understanding what it feels like to belong somewhere i'm not somebody who really felt like i fit in um growing up so there's there Part of performance was because when I when I was in theater camp or on stage or in in that community, I did feel a sense of belonging, and that taught me so much. And it, you know, I, I kind of realized that you know I ultimately believe that self care is is one of the greatest connection is one of the greatest forms of self care, um, and that has been a motivator for me. And I believe why you know my major was both in drama and also psychology. So it's the human element, I think, that really motivates and drives me to do the work that I'm doing. What was the, and so what, what, but what was the moment, was it, did you, was it therapy that you came to that moment of realizing um, why you were into theater? Yeah, I just think there's such a strong awareness and the more successful people I interview on the show, the more I realize how aware and self-aware they were. And I wasn't at that age, you know, but I, so I love it when I see this and I'm going to try and try to be more aware of my own life, but did, did, was it working on different therapies or things like that, that got you to that moment or you just realized it on your own? What, like my purpose? Yeah. Well that, that moment of, of, I mean, I'm on this path from age three on to become a star or to be an actor, you know, and then to have this moment of like, you know, there's more out yeah, I'm doing this because I actually just want to connect with people. Yeah. And but um but I wanna now use this this gift in a greater way to connect people in a greater way to create positive yeah. change with mental health. W- yeah. Was there something where I just think getting that realization, most of us mm-hmm. don't have that, Ashley. We don't have those realizations about ourselves, and that's why we kind of live contradictory lifestyles and why we're really unhappy because we're not 
self-aware. And, and then I always think when you're self-aware, you're, half, you're halfway there in mm-hmm. terms of getting where you need to be. So what gave you that? Yeah, um, I'm a strong believer that we co-create with the universe. It's like a 50-50 thing that we do. And I have felt that from a really young age. I've been spiritual or spiritually curious from a, a really, really young age. And it's one of those things where I was putting all of this energy and all of this effort into auditioning, into performing, into looking a certain way and showing up in a certain way. And something always felt fairly inauthentic about it. And I did not have the self-awareness to that then. I can, I can certainly admit that. But then all of these opportunities kept surfacing. Matchmaking being introduced to me, people being connected to me, you know, uh, Neue House starting, Wonder, like all of these communities were reaching out to me and I just started saying yes. Um, and that was by saying yes, even more came from it. And that wasn't happening on the, on the side of, on the side of performance. And then I realized when I was doing the work of connecting people, designing experiences, I felt so fulfilled and in the same way that I felt fulfilled performing, but it was constant. It wasn't high and then low and then high and then low. It was just this thing that I could do that was constant and yeah, I kind of went away from the shiny object and went towards this really bizarre thing that's now so popular to be a community builder or have that as a professional title. That's a really, it's popular now, but a decade ago it wasn't. And I, and I knew that I was calling myself something that people were like, that's not a job. But like, there, there's a map there that I can see. And it started with, first of all, you're very open. So my, Maria was always at her best. And I think tumors and and toxicity in Hollywood it dimmed her light a lot but I always say to Maria when you were at your best you know it was when she was like oh what wrestle yeah okay I'll wrestle in front of 70,000 people fine never oh you want me to sing on um Craig Ferguson show or if it's Conan Maria's not a singer all right I'll sing like she just was like oh you want to play in like a uh charity like football game and she sacks Kurt Warner like yeah okay I'll do it like you know, she just had that spirit of, and it goes back to what you said, the power of yes. Mm-hmm. So when you, you, first of all, you were super open to everything emotionally. And so the universe kept bringing you things. Then it started with the yes of like, okay, I'll go on a date with this guy. I know for matchmaking, most people be like, hell no. How <laughs> dare you insult me? Cause I've, I've seen friends approached, even Marie approached by matchmakers and you know, like get away from me. And you're like, fine, because what, what's it going to, let me go and learn. And then look what happens. You get in a relationship, but then you get into that world. So you you remained open. You were not afraid to say, yes, when doors open, you just walk through them. Let's just see what happens. And then there was this, this awareness of, wait, I'm getting so much energy from all of these little things as I put it together. And I, and so even, I know we're really generalizing, but that's a a map i think that other all right friends let's talk about something we all do snack trust me i've definitely overindulged in the past but as you know i am focused on my health these days and i think i found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor and it's definitely become my go-to it first came into the house because of kevin he was obsessed with wonderful pistachios and then i got addicted and now it's in my travel bag i don't leave home without it it's in our glove compartments because they don't melt right now my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor it feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. People, especially women, can apply Mm -hmm. Um, and you're still applying it. And so, so now we come to quilt, which I, as an entrepreneur am so passionate about. And I, I just, I got a off air. I want to get you and Maria on the same page with this because this is so important and I think massive. So let's tell me about, um, let's just talk about quilt. Tell me, tell me about quilt. Cause we know, well, 
people probably do actually not everyone knows about clubhouse i'm assuming people know about clubhouse but um but tell me tell me tell me about the app quilt yeah yeah i mean certainly certainly clubhouse you know is one of the one of the audio social networks out there among among many others and quilt is at its core functionality it is an audio social network but the community and the experience is really the thing that's differentiating for us. Um, I built this as a response to an experience that I was having in the pandemic. Real, I went to social media. I'm the, kind of the worst millennial ever. I haven't spent a whole lot of time on social media over the years. And it's always been very confusing to me. And I think because I just want to connect and it doesn't, those platforms don't feel like connection. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it makes you the worst millennial. <laughs> <laughs> I think that makes you maybe different, maybe the best millennial. Um, <laughs> but I think that's that's interesting that you avoided the kind of the toxicity of it. It felt uncomfortable. And I mean, it felt like it taking pictures of myself and using filters of myself and waiting for likes and hoping for validation. Again, same discomfort I felt as a performer. And so in 2020, we were all forced to go to online communities for connection. And I was one of those people that went there and I didn't find it. And I felt a lot more isolated and really lonely for the first time. I'm somebody that loves my alone time, but I felt disconnected and I felt lonely. And then you have the rise of all of these different, you know, with political, you know, movements, everything that's just being kind of bombarded into these social platforms. And I was like, oh no, like we have a, we have a problem here because there's also a mental health crisis and, and the pandemic has accelerated us into incredibly unsafe state. So I, this audio synchronous space is just something that's really fascinating to me. And I imagined a world where a social media platform was leaning more towards rehumanizing this experience with the primary goal of leaving leaving a platform feeling better than when you came on. So we built that. Um, we built that last summer. Uh, Quilt is a company that's been around for a few years now. So there was a massive shift from what it was to what it is now. Um, but it's all with the same purpose around connecting people as this form of self-care and leaning into using a social platform as a way to feel better and connect with people you wouldn't otherwise be able to connect with. Right. You know, on Instagram, you don't feel that connection. On YouTube, you don't have instant kind of access to support. And for us, we have people like, you know, Jay Ray, who I know, mm -hmm. you know, and, yeah. and Saadi Simone and Ryan Weiss and Marion DeMarco and, and Brie Luna and Lily yeah. Cornell. So these people who care so much yes. about creating space for others are coming on and creating this space. And that's, that's what we're learning is that this is a possibility for us to have. So we download the app and, uh, and, and in the app, we have these categories of areas of various areas of wellness. And then you, you click on the category you like, and then what you have going on is, is discussions from, right, wellness leaders, thought provokers, and, and it's uh, audio only, so you don't have to, you know, and we know a lot of people, I know when I'll have these Zoom meetings, I'll notice that certain people don't have their cameras on, and I know it's because they just don't want to physically be seen. Mm -hmm. And what I like about this is it makes it even greater safe space for someone to go on and have this really nice open uh, exchange. That's right. Yeah, last year I tested all different forums. I tested Zoom and videos. I, I tested audio. We tested text and forums. And you know, a lot of the feedback was, I want support and I want it in an instant. And if I'm feeling away right now, I don't want to book something a week from now to come together and talk about the grief that I'm experiencing. I want to access it now. Mm -hmm. And in this moment, I don't want to think about how I look. I don't want to get ready. I almost, I don't want to be seen in my vulnerability, which is a greater conversation to also have just the fear of being witnessed or seen. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I just want to be there. And audio is just the clear winner for us. I mean, a, testing across all of these different styles and features is really what this is, is a feature, um, you know, Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter and LinkedIn all have stories, right? That's a feature. Yeah. But how is it being used and what's the intent of the community? And our intent is creating a very safe and inclusive space for someone to show up exactly as they are and to feel supported as their identity is, is evolving over time. 
which mind changes and evolves daily. Um, so really wanting to be seen as who I am in that moment and feel supported. Wow. And so someone, you know, goes on this app and just at any given time, right? Do you, so you, do you get alerts on the app that tell you someone's speaking, like speak yep. to that? Yeah. So you, you can set your notifications up. You can follow people and just like, if, if you want to make sure that you don't miss Jay Ray's conversation, spirituality 101 conversation, or you want to make sure you don't miss Grace Harry's playroom. And, and she's a joy strategist talking about love and play as an adult. You can specifically follow those people and make sure that you get notifications for when they're opening up a quilt to space for that conversation. Um, you can also go to the calendar and see the things that are planned. But I will say that about 60% of our conversations are spontaneous, are driven by, hey, I'm going through this personal experience. I having this feeling. I found out this news. I need to make a decision. I, I don't know what to do. And just opening a room and welcoming in community to support along that along that oh, moment. So wonderful. So it's not just experts, right? So I, if I go on and say, hey, guys, I... You know, I'm dealing with my mom, who's my mother-in-law, who's very sick right now, and I just don't know. I'm at my wit's end. And then people from the Quill community will come in and offer support. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting the chills. I love this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even like, even these beautiful souls like Saw and Jay Ray and Grace and Ryan Weiss, they're opening the room to offer support too. So the primary dynamic in opening a space is either. I am here, I want to hold space and I want to offer support or I am here and I, I need support um, and training the behavior around. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to stand on a stage. You don't need to build a massive audience. That's not what the future of social media is. The collective experience, the kind of we over me mentality is really what I think the next type of influencer looks like. Yeah, I, I agree. And you, you're seeing that the early stages of it anyway, is we over me. I think that's actually Hollywood too, is changing to that. Mm -hmm. You know, now yeah. it's we over me. Um, mm. we, we have a lot of YouTube stars that we, you know, influencers we've had on the show. And it's different than interviewing, like 10 years ago, interviewing, let's say a young star from a TV series or, or movie franchise. It's very, they're just as big, but it's, yeah. it's definitely we over me. Mm, I'm happy to hear that. Which is, yeah. Well, I think that's the younger generation. That's, I think that's the golden side of their coin is mm -hmm. that. And my goodness, that's so needed. Um, wow. I'm like, I'm just like, I think let's talk about for people who want to do an upstart. I think um, because that was already happening a lot. I think the younger generations were just like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all set with having, you know, 13 middle managers and bosses, whatever. And I just want to do my own thing. I think that started with the dot-com bubble and it's gotten bigger. I think post-pandemic, it's going to be even larger. Mm -hmm. So what advice do you have for people who want to, you know, venture out on their own and do a startup of some kind? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, coming back to this conversation around perfection, I think it's really important to know that it'll never be perfect and there's no such thing. And my advice is if you are clear on your why, you have an idea, you want to start testing it, just putting it out there, just getting feedback, welcoming people who will probably feel the exact same way about this thing. You know, I have this team now of people who feel just as inspired by this mission and doing this work. This is not something you can do alone. So I, I'm a strong, you know, I, I believe a lot in finding your partners and your collaborators, you know, building the community around yourself so that you feel like you have the support to go achieve the things that you want to achieve and just starting, starting the conversation, you know, whether it's through social media or through a social circle or putting up a website. If I told you about the 
remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. First website that Quilt had, like... <laughs> tell us though tell us, i want to hear i mean I, like, I, I love it because it's so just i never i'm a non-technical founder of a tech company you know like i've never done any of this like i, I connect with people you know i i love people and talking and, and supporting people and so all of a sudden i'm like branding this company quilt and like need to take pictures and get a website up that makes sense and understand click through rates and funnels and, and all of this stuff and so we ended up doing a a whole bunch of series of images of people's faces with different colored backgrounds because I, I wanted to make it look like the Brady Bunch opening. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I like that though. You know, it, it didn't, it didn't last long. You know, it was like, well, we still just don't know what this thing is. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, hero copy, like value proposition. Don't take the eye away. We were just this image of diverse faces um, because that's the quilt. That's what a quilt That's is. That's a quilt. That's great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think just like being creative and being authentic and creating something from an authentic place, I don't believe that you can do anything wrong or bad when you do that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you're not, just so you know, I, and maybe you've heard this, but many of the tech company founders are not technically adept. That It's actually a, a lot because they, you need someone who is a dreamer, a creator, who's a visionary it that doesn't always go hand in hand so you know that yeah um yeah no that's actually true uh what do you subscribe to the crawl walk run theory have you heard of that you mean you should crawl before you walk walk before you run yeah in a business well i'm going to counter that by saying the book the e-myth was very inspiring for me. Tell me about this book. It talks about, you have this idea, you're like lit up and you're so excited. You have this fire. And like to start a company is about having fire. Um, And it says, they call that the entrepreneurial seizure. Weird name, but they call it that. Mm -hmm. They say, you have it. And then you get this thing going. And then if you're, if you're not really wedded or committed to this journey of being an entrepreneur, like that fire dies out and then you're left with what it's like to run a business. You have to operate it. You have to like, you know, clean the floors and, and the bathrooms figuratively or just metaphorically mm-hmm. speaking. And then you have to hire people and you have to manage them and you have to deal with, you know, all of the beautiful experiences of, of human interaction when it comes to managing people and working with them. You have to stay an entrepreneur. Like you have to stay the visionary. You have to stay really strong. You have to stay really committed. And if the seizure ends and you don't have those other layers that you're aware of, it's like a part of it to not glamorize startup because it's this moment may feel glamorous, but it's not glamorous. <laughs> Um, then you might be better served working for someone and there's no shame in that. Um, so I think you start with a lot of fire, but then it's about finding ways to have balance and and be sustainable. So I'd say I ran and then I learned, I had to, for my own mental and physical well-being. I had to learn how to take a step back and crawl a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, and then walk and learn how to vacillate between all of those speeds. I think that's what, I did that too with yeah. after buzz, my network as I ran and, and then yeah. then was like, no, sorry, buddy, you're going to do 
a little bit of walking, a little bit of crawling. And then I learned, but I think with youth, we run, you know, it's just like hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. But I feel like uh, life will put us into crawl, walk, run. And it's kind of nice to have that mindset going in, or, or at least the mindset you have, which again, I just keep going back to you, just the awareness you had of like, hey, if I've got this big idea, the, the seizure, uh, the entrepreneurial seizure, but now let me be aware of all the work that's going to go into this. Do I really want to do that work beyond this big idea? And if you do, great. And if you don't, then go support or serve uh, some other company or person who has that vision idea is willing to do all that and you want to be part of it. Yeah. But it comes down to that awareness, which again, I just, I, uh, I'm so impressed with people who have that in general. And I feel like, uh, I think women have a, can tune into it faster because I think you guys are more intuitive, but yet, um, I think a lot of the women have the fears like you were saying in the, in the mm -hmm. obsession with perfectionism. Which you didn't, which I love that you like Maria didn't either. She just went right through it. And I think, as I said, with age and kind of taking a lot of the lumps, it's kind of uh, dimmed that a little bit. And we're trying to get that back with, Maria. you know, she's rediscovering it now. And that's why she's been taking some time off yeah. to figure that out. Um, what are you going to say, Kelsey? I was just going to ask, Ashley, I know it's so interesting to me how Quilt kind of started out as something and then the pandemic hit and you had to completely pivot. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's so hard to not yes. lose it. There's many lessons there because it's it's learning how to pivot your, your business and your focus. It's learning how to overcome a major right. obstacle, not give up. Yeah, right. that's protect, a great- Protect your mental space. All of it. it all. Yeah. all of it. So yeah, so Quilt is one, is one thing when you first create it. And then the pandemic hit. So yeah, take us through that a little mm -hmm. bit. I think there's a lot yeah. of lessons in there. Yeah, wow. So, you know, the idea for Quilt came in 2016, launched in 2017. So the first entrepreneurial seizure was then. At that time, I had a co-founder. We created and, and, you know, brought this into life together. That was a marketplace. It was a platform that inspired particularly women to have intimate conversations and shared experiences out of their homes. I felt very called after building community for, you know, out, out of real estate, physical structures that cost a certain amount that are exclusive. You have to look a certain way, talk a certain way, have success and status in a certain way. I came out of that experience and I really wanted to decentralize community so that it could be a more local kind of neighborhood by neighborhood experience. And so I met my co-founder at the time and, and she felt equally as inspired and called to do that work. She was doing her own work on, you know, and we came together and created this together. And then a couple of years later, the beginning of, of 2020, uh, January of 2020, it was, it was really time for her to evolve out of, of the company. She, she wanted to, and it, it made a lot of sense. And then March of 2020, strangers stopped gathering in homes. Uh, so from January to March, I went through this entire kind of identity um, crisis and then awakening. It was so beautiful of realizing, recommitting to as a solo founder, wanting to continue down this path of creating Quilt. And then with, with the kind of force of the pandemic, having the opportunity to reimagine what it is entirely. Um, and so March and April was my journey of of doing that, of what is the most frictionless online experience that quilt could be. And I, I went through that and I thought through that and I tested around that. And the outcome is, you know, I have an, I have a new product, new experience, new community, new team, you know, solo founder here. Um, and by the end of 2020, I raised a whole new round of funding to support this evolved vision. Um, so 2020, I think I grew more. <laughs> I think yeah. I grew more in 2020 than I, I did in like the previous 10 years combined, to say yeah. the least. And so you know, with the pandemic, people can no longer meet in person. Mm -hmm. And um, did you meet? I mean, a lot of us just went right to Zoom. I know with my network, that was like our first thing. We just said, okay, screw it. We'll just no more studios. We'll produce over Zoom, mm -hmm. and we tried it as long as we could. Yeah. So you. So is that was that your first pivot? To, to yeah so we had 
we had actually started testing Zoom quilts uh, in January and February. Um, I, the feedback I was getting from the community is I would quilt for an hour a day if I could, you know, getting in a car, going to someone's home, like all of this is friction. And I think of quilting as similar to, I think about meditating or journaling or bathing or walking, although those are all done alone and this is done in community. And so I said to myself, like, I want someone to be able to quilt for an hour a day if that's what they want. And so in January and February, we started testing that and seeing, seeing the success of that, of people from all over the world being able to participate now in a quilt. Um, and so by the time it was, it was March where everybody that was building offline community was forced to go online, that was not something we were unfamiliar with. We just didn't only do that. So we went and focused solely on that we grew, you know, we went from 100 conversations offline to 500, 750 online in a month. I mean, all of a sudden. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. It, it really changed, but I was on a lot of those and people didn't want their video on. People wanted to be in bed crying. People were taking care of their children and cooking, but needing the conversation and the support. Yeah. Yeah. Video was friction. Mm. Uh, and I, I realized that very, very quickly. And by the summertime, I was like, we have to create something new here. So that, yeah, that's, so cool. that's what happened. <laughs> what, uh, can you share with us the best piece of advice you ever received? Um, as a founder or as a person or both, you know, give me one of each if you could. Um, I think that the best advice that I, I have received as a human being is, was, it was a really long ongoing journey with my, with my therapist. Uh, she supported me in uncovering what projection feels like, like how to, how to figure out, find out and understand what it's like to be projected onto when other people are trying to identify you and label you in a way that you do not label or identify yourself. Um, and so I got to this place of, of realizing that I was kind of this very adaptable chameleon to fit into these to different environments. And she offered me the perspective when I would share with her these different moments that I was going through, she would, she would identify them and acknowledge them. And so I've gotten to a place now where I can see when that's happening. Um, and that's been a huge, huge part of my journey on self-love and self-worth. Um, just the, this idea that I get to be who I am and define who I am uh, and that society doesn't get to make that decision for me. Um, and that is both personal, I think, and professional. And then I, I can also, I can also go back to the, to the investor that inspired me to step away from matchmaking and lean into this urge to be a community builder. And he told me that in someone's lifetime, they typically have at least 20 jobs, like jobs or careers. He shared that this fact with me so that I didn't feel like I was, something was wrong with me, that I was changing so much. And that moment gave me permission to not judge myself and to go after the opportunities that were in front of me and, and to not lead with fear, but to leave with love. And that's what he was describing to me. So those, mm -hmm. those two moments have been incredibly 
impactful um, on my journey of loving myself, becoming proud of who I am and continuing to just, I don't know, take a bold step forward. I just rebirthed a company <laughs> and myself even, even still in the past 12 months. So. so cool. Don't lead with fear, lead with love. Wow. I, I think that I need that in the kitchen. I need that in my cars. <laughs> right. No, really, because when you, when you think about, um, even as a leader, when you get mad or you get frustrated, you know, it's so much is fear. I'm not being respected or you're not listening to me, you know, you know, and you just remember love, you know, and I think if you're leading with love, it doesn't mean you have to lead with kid gloves. It means that, you know, whatever you're saying, it's like, you know, in the way that is, if it's with love, it's to improve your life as much as mine, as much as the situation we're in, or maybe it's to improve the company, which feeds us all, you know, but I um I love that. I actually I think you are uh, just scratching the surface of so many great things. And um I think Quilt is uh needs all the support it can get. So I'm going to download it today and I recommend it's all of It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, are you have you gone on it yet? Oh Kelsey? yeah. Oh yeah. I keep getting my note I'm getting notifications while we chat, which I love. <laughs> it's so good. I want to ask him before sure. we before we leave, Ash, for someone who I'm sure is insanely busy, but I'm also sure prioritizes self-care, how do you do that? How do you juggle that? And also, what are your like non-negotiables every day? Mm. Um, I sleep. Mm. I love, like, I sleep. You know, I, I, I go to bed around 9 because I wake up around five and I have my own, I have a morning routine of, of meditating or pulling tarot cards or just like staring <laughs> at a wall or any of those things. So um, that's, that's a non-negotiable for me. Um, and, you know, finding time, you know, I, I'm really trying one day uh, on the weekend to like not touch technology right now. Mm. Uh, my team is supporting, reminding me to do that and they're doing a great job. And then I walk a ton. I walk, I don't care where I'm walking. I walk so much. Um, you know, uh, uh, my, a coach that I have that I've just started working with, he made this comment that venture backed businesses are expected to exponentially grow, but you as a person, you're, you're a linear life. The only ways that you can be exponential are when you're thinking and when you're feeling. And you can't do that when you are staring at a computer. You can only do that when you are out in the world, so you are walking, you are taking care of yourself, you are talking to people. That's when the, the big moments and the ideas come. Um, you know, I, I posted something recently on, on LinkedIn that went viral and that idea came in the shower after a workout. I didn't sit yes. down at my computer and was yes. like, you know what I mean? It was literally like, Right. I need to do this thing. Yep. I turned off the analytical brain and I just knew it. And then I, then I went to my computer That's and right. I reached out, let's do this thing. Um, so the answer is not in your computer. It's just a tool that you then get to use to create the thing. Um, and that's, those are my, those are my non-negotiables to take care of myself so that I can show up and have the next idea that could, you know, go viral. I love it. Well, if I'm quiet, it's because I'm taking notes. I also love sleep, so right there with you. Well, yeah, well, I don't function without it. Well, Maria doesn't sleep enough, mm-hmm. and I have no problem. I have uh, in my I have a very small office here at, some, at our Connecticut place, but I have a, a recliner that's Kelsey's, and I have the bed. <laughs> it's true. A very little twin mattress and the desk, and there's just times like Cal's grandpa's going, <laughs> grandpa's going night <laughs> night true. for ten or fifteen minutes. But you just you I, yeah. yeah, and I don't do enough, and I don't sleep enough at night. But at least I do that, and Maria mm-hmm. doesn't do any of it. And it's it's not good. I love that. that you have three, another three huge tips well, here. And the other part I love about it too is like, I'm sure so many people would look at Ashley and be like, she doesn't have time for any of this, right? And it's like, no, you couldn't be, do you wouldn't be as successful as you are right now without these things, yeah. right? So it's like, you have to make the time for yourself. Well, you have to, we, we talk about all the time, you have to take a bath, that, that old story, which I won't get into now, but there's an yeah. old proverb about that. But yeah, your ideas come to you when you are in calm and it doesn't have to be meditation it could be a workout it could be a long shower it could be a bath it could be a walk it could could be a walk through target you know yeah. whatever it is or a drive but you need those moments because i know with maria every time maria's away from all the noise it's like 
the ideas that come into our head, the breakthroughs, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. But you have to have take time to stop the ride. And if you do take that time, then the then you'll have you'll you'll you're gonna have more success. Yep. So Ashley, you have uh you have a lot more. I don't want to say work because I don't want to put more uh, put more pressure on you. No, you have a lot more to contribute. This is just the beginning. It'll start with quilts, and you're gonna have your ups and downs. Um, this is not the last of your battles. You will have more in your journey. But you, if you can keep whatever they can, we didn't even get into how you were raised because there's probably a whole other interview. I'm very always fascinated what the parents did to have children like you. Like I watched Maria's parents very carefully. And I think of the things that they did. And sometimes the things they didn't do or sometimes the mistakes they made, but that was okay because it made it big turn to who she was. But they did do some key things. And I'm sure your parents did as well. Can I assume that? Yeah, um, I was primarily raised by my mom and she wow. she did it all. Wow. She, she worked and she took care of me oh. and I she made sure that I... I could try everything and I could experience everything. And there's such a privilege in, in an ability to do that, but she worked her butt off and um, yeah. she never really skipped a beat. And now I can look back and I can realize how little time she had for herself and to take wow. care of herself. Yeah. Um, but she showed me a lot of, a lot of possibility. And my father is an entrepreneur um, and neither of my parents have ever witnessed either of them work for other um, so you had I, his DNA probably like, you know, in terms of that, but then your mom did all the grunt work and the, the work ethic. Yeah. yeah. And she yeah. did it alone, which is incredible. Um, really women, women are amazing. Yeah. Is she Amen. still with us? I hope. Yeah. Yeah. They, they are, they are both still w- with us. She was quilting. She was on quilts, uh, yesterday and somebody saw that she was my mom was like tell us embarrassing stories about your daughter (laughs) oh god how funny what what do you want i was like okay (laughs) thanks mom you're done thank you mom (laughs) i also love that you're using quilting as a verb i'm i'm gonna start using that we're gonna go quilting kev yeah Mm -hmm. that's better than it's awesome that's better than queening yeah right we have our like our verbs we use but i love quilting i know me too yeah you're just this is uh this is what a what a treat and so much takeaway Ashley and um I want to keep this conversation going with you and my head just flood flooded with ideas because I think there's just so you know I think there is a uh, there's a power of quilt and then there's a power of Ashley Sumner and I think mm-hmm. those are two separate entities and the great thing is is if quilt can go and fly you know on its own then that diversifies Ashley Sumner to go do so many other things and you're going to, you're gonna have a lot of fun and you're gonna have, a, you're gonna take a lot of hits too. So, you know, but if you can keep the mindset you have, you're, mm-hmm. you'll be, you're gonna be all right. And we're gonna help you too. Dang and right. I, I know um, head queen Maria is gonna, um, she's gonna go crazy and we'll get it. We'll, we'll get her quilting yeah. as well in a, in a greater capacity. Well, for I sure. love so many of our guests have are on quilt that yeah. we've had on. I just, I love it. It's such a good community. Of it, like-minded people. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Okay. So it's quilt. And then Ash, are you on uh, social media? I am on social media. Yes. I'm, I'm Ashley J. Sumner on every, on everything. And, and quilt is we are quilt Love it. on everything. Um, yeah. And you can, you can download quilt. It's, it's iOS uh it's ios for now but we are building up we have a list for for android and international and so we're working on that too, we are so. working on it so cool all right well ash let's stay in touch and like i said let's keep this conversation going all the blessings back to you and just keep up the great work thank you so much for having me i appreciate both of you and everyone who who's still listening to this from the hell <laughs> oh, don't believe me you gave so much yeah no, they're the gonna love heel it. squad's gonna love you wow i'm excited for everyone to hear this kev yeah, I think it's uh, God. I, some of our post. It, so we guys, just so you know, we do the interview, <laughs> and then we usually stay on and kind of bond with the people because we're, we interview mainly like-minded people. Yeah. So it's always kind of an instant connection. And my God, I wish we could record some I of know. those because we get even more sometimes with uh, what we hear. But I feel like um, this could have been, you know, an hour just talking about quilt and the people who come on quilt and what we can learn from those people. Mm -hmm. But I just think in her journey, like she's 
in and of herself very special. And yeah. I think that all of the lessons she offered, I think, are just really great ones to keep going back to well, in life and career. I agree. And I think that she's a part of, Kev, you keep saying it, but this like new wave, new generation of Hollywood coming in, right? Like mm -hmm. starting with the like David Dobrik's and these YouTubers. We these over younger, me. Right. Right. She's she's part of that. And I think she's going to be really monumental. And it's it's a really cool thing. Yeah, to next watch. I think next generation of female career. Yes. You yeah, know, I do. And leaders and I just love it. It gives me chills. It makes me excited. You know, it's like someone like that who's open and is bright and uh gets success. So the light stays bright. Right. And uh you have to hope it can stay that way. So with Maria who was open and bright and got really successful, but then also overworked and then toxicity yeah. came. Yeah. And just probably not dealing with things in her past. It dimmed the light. And now we're getting that light back. Um, Kelsey, you're someone who's bright and has a light too. So, but not everyone is going to end up a, you know, big app creator or multimillionaire or super famous. Um, so I think we have to keep, you know, help you and you have to do it for yourself. Obviously, I know that by now stay bright and light mm -hmm. um, no matter what. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think I think the people that go through life, I see the people who are waiter or working at coffee shops or, you know, or construction workers or even I made friends with the U our UPS driver in LA. Just no matter what, just had that bright light. Yeah. And I'm like, we have to exchange information, you know, because mm -hmm. I just, mm -hmm. I just am in awe of people like that, that grind, yeah. but they stay happy and they yeah. stay in that place of light and they don't let the world dim it. Yeah. And I think there's something in that, like it's different for her Maria, but for the other people who, you know, are just born bright. Mm -hmm. Like every picture of you in your childhood, Kelsey, it's this giant smile. Yeah. And I know not a lot of people like you, but there's a class of people like you. Right. And I just think that we have to work hard to preserve that yeah. light and dim. And if you do preserve it, Look at the good things that will come. Mm -hmm. They will keep coming, but in the long run, it may—it's the long run that they'll come. Yeah. Well, I think something that you've taught me, which I've been trying to um, get better at too, is I was—I was loose with my lightness, right? Ah. I would give yes. it to—it would spill over, and I would give it to yeah. anyone and everyone. Yeah. And I'm so sensitive; it would drain me, mm -hmm. completely drain me. Yes. And you've been like Kelsey, don't be so loose with it. Pick and choose who you're going to give yeah. your, like, I'm always going to be light, period. But it's still like, be a little more aware yes. of who you're offering that to, right? Yeah, like, well, that's that awareness, right? Right. And most of us aren't. Right. And I wasn't even aware. I just knew the term loose mm -hmm. fit you. Mm -hmm. And there's a blessing to being loose. Yeah. But then I could see where it was hurting you too. Right, right. Being loose. And uh, yeah, and I think you've been a flight attendant for a lot of people, mm -hmm. to quote Anne Lamont. Yeah. And uh, I've been too. Mm -hmm. And um, and I know a lot of our heel squad is also, they're yes. all flight attendants. So it's taking that awareness to say, hey, is this really giving me energy? Or or by the way, maybe it is giving me energy, but it's maybe it's giving me energy the way caffeine or sugar will. Uh, right? So it gives yeah. you like that little, but then afterwards, yeah. oh, wait, I just lost my whole day. Right. Where I could have been sleeping. Mm -hmm. You know, heard like, you know, the three things she said. She sleeps. She, one day of no tech. By the way, and this is what you we're doing now. I'm trying yep. to get you to sleep more. We're having our one day of like, no. Shut it off. We're shutting down uh -huh. at least. Walking a ton, which yep. the weather's, get, when the weather gets better, we were doing our mindful walks yep. from Malika yeah. Chopra. No, it's true. Um, you know. I thought the same thing. I was like, yep. I and mean, then, you need to recharge. And then also what, that's when thinking and feeling can happen. And that's where that will lead to yep. all the breakthroughs. Yep. So, so Stephen playing video games 18 hours straight, drinking big gulps all night and having like Doritos probably is not going to get us there. Probably not. Just saying. Or I'll take it in my terms. Yes. Drinking Diet Coke and being up and watching wrestling YouTube videos all night. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Mm, not going to really get you there. You're shifting that. I know Steven's shifting that. It's all. We both are. I think yeah. the show's, I think the show's really helping us yeah. both him and I to shift yeah. away to healthier things. And then some of that, but some of that stuff can be meditative. 
Right. It's just everything to extreme. Video games can be meditative. Hey, I'm shutting my brain off. I'm putting my, or like I'm watching, like I was talking to Sean Waltman, an mm-hmm. ex-professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. I was talking to him the other day about this because he does the same thing. He puts on some old wrestling, not his wrestling, but stuff before his time. He's like, I don't know, Kev, it just kind of relaxes me. I leave it on in the background and I'm like, right. yeah. Yeah. So it's okay. You mm-hmm. know, like, but yeah, I think um, it's, it's, I'm fascinated with all these people. They just have this awareness. Yeah. We can pause and stop. Mm-hmm. Just start being aware. Mm-hmm. What's around us? What's making us feel good? What's enriching our lives? What's not? Yeah. Um, yeah. So with you, yeah, that's, I think, going to help preserve your light. Or like I've seen a lot of people who have that light and then all of a sudden it's like they get sick. Right. Marie's mom. Right. And my grandmother and my father and all the like the flight attendants that I've known and mm-hmm. the givers. It's mm-hmm. just like, yep, no, mm, somewhere around like, I don't know, 55 and 65, it gets wrapped up. Or today it's even in, we're getting people getting cancer, breast cancer in their earlier years. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I think like, let's get that awareness now of who we're going to, let's stay light and open, but... With awareness. How about that? Yep. We I stay like light and open, but with awareness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Kelsey. Well, Kevin. Well, Stephen. Um, it was a great show. It was another great show. Another one down. Another one down. I want you guys to let us know if you start quilting. Jump on yeah. there. And you guys are going to love it. I think I'm going to I'm I'm going to do it today, but I, yeah. do, I am going to talk about Maria doing more yeah. uh, with her because it's just it's too much in line with who she is. When oh. she's ready. Again, when she's yeah. ready. Right now... No, we just want Maria well, to get Well, and strong. I told you this, Kev, but it, it's so cool. A lot of people who have been jumping on J-Rays are like, oh, we're from, we know you from Better Together. Uh, we know, so, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's own, like, that's the universe being like, we got to get on there. We got to get Maria on. So, in due time. Well, Kelsey. Kevin. Until then, what? Oh, well, you guys. Winnie did it. Winnie did it, uh. Oh. Yell at us, so that was good. Oh, Vincenza, she was good all day. She was good all day. And listen, guys, before we sign off, can you please subscribe to our YouTube channel or tell friends to do so? Um, yes. I, I keep forgetting to say this at the top of the show, um, but uh, we just don't have the subs. I think we should for the amount of money and time um, the four of us put into this. Truly. So anyway. Uh, we'll say it at the top of the show next time. But until then, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Bye. Bye. Hey, Heal Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.